0: Hello, hello. How the devil are you? Please allow me to extend to you the warmest of welcomes to the 14th installment of the Threadwork podcast. I am Ross Kale, and thank you very, very much for downloading or streaming or whatever you've done that is enabling you to listen. It fills me with joy that you have made the choice to do so, so nice one for that. If this is your first episode of Threadwork, then I'm pleased you decided to give it a lash, and while you don't need to do so, consider giving episode zero a quick listen. It's only about two, two and a half minutes long and lays out what the podcast is all about, other than a collection of records that I think are really, really good. It doesn't really matter if you don't, though. You probably shouldn't just do something someone you don't know has told you to do anyway, not without a bit of research or a second opinion. Stick it to the man, smash the system, kick back against all these bloody podcasters telling you to do stuff. Now um, sit down and listen up, alright? So the podcast you're about to listen to is the second of two non-English language episodes. I was all ill and stuff when recording the f- intro to the first episode, so forgot to actually say anything about why I decided to record episodes using that as a theme, and how that ties to any kind of thread. To be fair, it's pretty simple, and there are a couple of points that come together comparatively neatly. Firstly, I really like languages. I find them very interesting. And make no mistake, I include English in there, but that leads on to the second point. I like not being able to understand what is being said. For me, there is a freedom that comes with incomprehension that speaks, no pun intended, to another part of the self. I adore instrumental music too, and I think this plays a significant part in why lyrics in a language I can't understand work so well for me. They fundamentally are just another instrument in amongst all the others. But because it's a human making a noise, there is a level of understanding that we can attribute to the feel or emotion or intent the artist is attempting to convey, or more accurately, what we think they are trying to convey. But we don't really know, and that, I reckon, holds a mirror up to whatever we're projecting ourselves. To a far lesser extent, it's one of the many reasons I've loved so much of Radiohead's music. Sometimes you just can't understand what Tom York is singing. That may sound like I'm poking fun or criticising, but that couldn't be further from the truth. It's more that some of it bypasses any linguistic comprehension and strikes right at the emotions. His voice, and tying that back to the voices of other artists genuinely singing in languages other than English, become instruments. And while none of us speak guitar, there is sometimes a level of understanding we can derive from its playing. There is further context to why I love music in other languages, and it all originates from Paul Simon's Graceland album from 1986. I'd have been six or seven when that came out, and it was an album that got played a lot in our house, or more accurately, our car when it was released. I attribute a lot of importance to gateway records or tracks the first album that introduced me to X, or the track that set me on the path of discovery of genre Y, and I think it's fair to say that Graceland was the Gateway album that introduced me to languages in music other than English, and perhaps even more crucially, non-traditional Western instrumentation. As Gateway albums go, it was pretty much perfect for me at that time, but what do I mean by this? Well, it was put through a filter of Western music, and so I had a way in, or context as I'm so fond of saying. That's not to say that I wouldn't have got into music that included other languages if Graceland hadn't have come around, because let's be clear, Graceland is not a non-English language album, but at that time in my musical development, it ticked all the boxes, widened my horizons just enough, and the ripples it produced are full-on waves for me now. Okay then, I'll start to wrap things up with some good old podcast admin. Please accept my apologies that my voice in the episode itself is still a little coldy, I'm on the mend now, thanks for asking. If you like the podcast, then please consider dropping a five-star rating and or a glowing review if your chosen medium allows you to. It would be very much appreciated, as it would be great to be able to grow the listenership and things like that help, as does sharing the podcast with others. So if you could do any or all of that stuff, that would be lovely. The episode notes contain links to buy the music played throughout, so if you like anything sufficiently, then please try and support the artists and labels behind them with a purchase or two. And there's a Spotify playlist to be found also. If you wish to get in contact, you can get me on Twitter, at Ross Kale, or Instagram, which I'm using more and more these days, albeit with as much craft as a toddler, at Ross Kale underscore Threadwork. Right, admin done, here comes the music. Please enjoy instalment 14 of the Threadwork podcast, non-English language, part two. Cheers. <laughs>
1: She's a rich girl. She don't try to hide it. Diamonds on the oh, soles of her shoes. Shoe. He's a poor boy, empty as a pocket, empty as a pocket, with nothing to lose. Sing tanana, tanana, she got diamonds on the soles of her shoes. Tanana, tanana. She, she got Lyman diamonds on the souls of the shoes. Diamonds yes. on the souls of the shoes. Diamonds on the souls of the <reggen> shoes. Diamonds on the souls of <official> the shoes. Diamonds on the souls of the shoes. Yes, my bravo, yes, my bravo, yes, ma, bravo, everyone, A, A, t-m-o. my bravo, and am going Every soon, we miss any i have got the I'm here the have I'm have i my here, put my and I've got to you, I've got to you, I've got to i to put And i am got the I've got the I've got the I'm getting my own myself i am got the I've got the <speaking Chinese in pain>
2: yeah. <posed> hey, A- then, i biya kia mama my die eni the Oh hi, Oh I me not to be shy, I be blind
0: Kicked off with Marley and duo Amadou and Mariam with the beautiful lilting team à Satois from 1999. I came to know of à Satois courtesy of Karen Drea of the Knife fame, and whilst the attribute she included it on it is Lost to the Mists of Time, I recall that for me that was the highlight by quite some distance and has gone on to be a firm favourite. Following that was an excerpt from Diamonds on the Souls of Her Shoes by Paul Simon and which featured vocal contributions in Zulu by Ladysmith Black Mambazo. Diamonds was included on 1986's Graceland and I spoke about the impact that the album had on me in the intro so I won't go into it again here, but suffice to say that I love it as much today as I did when I first heard it 30 plus years ago. And hot on the heels of diamonds was a relatively new discovery for me, Afia Chien Byo by De Frank Professionals, which was included on the wonderful Afrobeat Airways West African Shockwaves compilation. The comp, released in 2010 on the Analog Africa label, features music from Ghana and Togo recorded between the years of 1972 and 1978. And this track, hailing from Ghana, is a real highlight. Another track from the compilation turns up later in the episode, albeit in a different guise. And playing away under us is Student Night by Sandy B, which was reissued in 2017, but originally released way back in 1994 in South Africa. Student Night is taken from the Amajovi Jovi EP and is the second Zulu vocal in this section, and I can't help but love the slow, old-school house bassline and live percussion loops, as well as the quasi-rap come toasting throughout. It's a lot of fun, but has some serious wiggle to it
2: too. Pour ma
3: part, je t'en perds toutes ces enquêtes sur moi. Qui t'emmène juste en guerre, tout simplement contre toi, je procède à l'envers. Sous-titrage
4: You. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Ye bo la nse ma. Nse, bo la nse, bo la nse, bo la nse, la 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 Pull a nosy. Pull a nosy.
0: How good is this record? It's the Daphne mix of Koz Berzam's Nanoi, which was released on the Long label here in 2011. The original of this Togolese banger was included on the same compilation that the De Frank Professionals track that was played earlier, Afrobeat Airways on Analog Africa, and it's worth listening to the original in comparison to this version. Both are excellent, but I wanted to play this version because of that bass line and just how absurdly hypnotic and trippy it is. And before that we finally made it to France with Polo on Pan's arc from earlier this year, 2018. And I feel this is only the sort of record the French could make, especially when you get to the main drop of the tune which is immense. And heading up this section was Coup de Quyre by Tan from 2017. I'm a big fan of this record and came to know a bit thanks to Giles Peterson's Six Music Radio Show. Temetan is a musician who draws on a number of influences and cultural touch points, hailing as he does from the Democratic Republic of Congo and having travelled all over the world before eventually settling, I believe, in Belgium. Not only is it a really interestingly arranged track with the whistling breakdown and stepping syncopation throughout, it's a big sounding, hustling and bustling record that's full of ideas that, to me, never sound cluttered.
5: Hola noche, 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 hola noche,
6: Você sonhava que ia ser melhor depois Você queria ser o grande herói das estradas Tudo que você queria ser Thank you do
7: São Vicente, nasce alegria, nasce sabura, nunca pude fazer ideia, se na carnaval era amassado. É a São Vicente, nasce alegria, nasce sabura, nunca pude fazer ideia, se na carnaval era amassado. São Vicente é um brasileiro, cheio de alegria, cheio de cor. Já tem guerra e carnaval Nesse moraveza sem igual São Vicente é um brasileiro Cheio de alegria, cheio de cor Nesse três dias de loucura Já tem guerra e carnaval Nesse moraveza sem igual Não tem um fistinha mais sossegó Que a boicita boa, pode entrar Coque e bafa a falta, Hoje é dia de carnaval Não tem um fistinha mais sossegó Que a boicita boa, pode entrar Coque e bafa a Hoje é dia de carnaval São Vicente é um brasileiro, Cheio de alegria, cheio de cor Nestes três dias de loucura, da tinguera em carnaval, nesse bora verça, sem igual. São Vicente é um Brasil, cheio de guia, cheio de gol. Nestes três dias de loucura, da tinga e carnaval, nesse bora verça, sem igual.
0: When I look back over the two non-English language episodes and the records contained within, I'm surprised at how many Brazilian Portuguese tracks there are. But whereas the first episode saw them represented through the prism of house music, the ones in this episode represent different facets. First up was Milton Nascimento and Lo with, and please forgive me as I butcher this, Tudo Que Você Podia Ser from 1972. There's something so emotional about this all-too-brief track taken from the Clube de Esquina album. Whether it's the vocal that starts off soothing and calm and then escalates as the instrumentation builds into a strained plea, or the accompanying guitar line that feels like it's played too high, the whole thing just creases my brow in the best of possible ways. Playing under us now is the legendary Cesaria Evora with Carnaval de Salvaciente. And this is the jazzy carnival mix on François Kevorkian's Wave music label from 1999. This mid-tempo interpretation really does conjure images of a carnival procession, with the layers of percussion and striding bassline propelling the whole thing forward. And up next, and ending this trip to Brazil before we head into colder northern climes, is an excerpt from Caetano Veloso's Irini, taken from his self-titled LP from
8: 1969. Um, dois...
9: Três.
4: Eu quero ir, minha gente. Eu não sou daqui. Eu não tenho nada. Quero ver Irene rir. Quero ver Irene dar sua risada. Eu quero ir, minha gente Eu não sou daqui Eu não tenho nada Quero ver Irene rir Quero ver Irene dar sua risada Esqueci,
6: né? Eu vi que você tava com cara de quem não ia cantar, né? Tava esquecido. Quando vi lembrei e já foi em cima da hora. Ah, meu Deus! Ah!
3: Некоторые рыбы имеют специальные электрические органы, способные накапливать напряжение в десятки
0: One of the earlier draft versions of this episode I played the full 15 minutes of this timeless classic and the temptation to actually commit to that is still riding strong. It was only the fact that by doing so I'd be omitting a further two records I could have played that pulled me back and I am of course talking about the orbs Spanish castles in space lifted from the orbs adventures beyond the ultra world from 1991. A few months ago, I was asked for a list of three records that I would have as Desert Island Discs. Not actually four Desert Island Discs, I should add. And not knowing whether it was meant to be tracks or albums, I went with the former. Now, I like this as a question because it doesn't ask for a top or best or other things like that. Something I don't really think applies to art. But this track was one of the three. Didn't even need to think about it. It could go on for hours and I'd be absolutely fine with it. There are a number of samples in the track, but the reason why it's included here are due to the fragments of Russian speech that liberally appear throughout, and I only researched them a day or so ago at the time of recording. It turns out they're from an early 80s recording and refer to the audible representation of a particular type of fish's bioelectric emissions, which is pretty much as orb-like as you can get. Carrying those up with the stunning bass work by Guy Pratt and Tinkling Piano Lifted from Bill Evans, and what you have, in my opinion, is perfection. Before that was a track that I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce by Griff Reese from back in 2007, taken from the wonderful Candy Lion LP on Rough Trade, please check the episode notes for the title, and ahead of that was Lobstop Star by Danish group Boom Clap Bachelors, which features Coco O on vocals. There's a lot to love about that record, but what particularly appeals to me is the restraint in the number of elements that make it up, and the string work that bookends the track, especially at the end. I might be wrong, but I feel that one of the members of the group, Robin Hannibal, really put his stamp on it in those parts, and I'm basing that on the feel of the record when comparing it to another of his productions with Philip Owusu under the title, What It's About, from back in 2006. And there we have it. That's pretty much that for another instalment of the Threadwork podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Huge thanks as always to producer Bod for Production Magic. I've been Ross Kale and we are going to leave you with a track from the seemingly permanently on-tour DJ and producer Peggy Goo. It's called It Makes You Forget, It Yeah, Honey, and is sung in Goo's native Korean. So hopefully you'll enjoy that, and we'll catch you in a couple of weeks' time for episode 15. Cheers.